Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Cowboys podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, Dallas's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in Dallas and more we believe in our teams. Do you believe? Please, if you like this show, rate it on iTunes. Sorry that it's been a week. A bit of a personal up and down for me. I uh, was let go from my job at ESPN Central Texas due to COVID-19. I know everybody's hurting right now. The whole country, the whole world is hurting. And we have to do our best to soldier on and move forward and do all these things. Shelter in place in Dallas, shelter in place in Waco, shelter in place all over the country and all over the world. So what we're going to do here at the Believe Podcast Network is bring you content, bring you things that you can listen to and kick back and take your mind off of all the stresses because believe me, you've got the time. Even if you are working from home, you'll need a little bit of a break, maybe something to tune in catch up with whatever sports news there is and that's what we're going to bring to you lots of free agency news going around the nfl and a lots for the cowboys which we will dive into today first off some potential free agent news it looks like the cowboys are working on a deal for defensive tackle don terry poe which would be the second defensive tackle they brought in from carolina gerald mccoy the first we'll get to him in a little bit i like if this happens i like this deal for the cowboys don terry poe High draft pick a few years ago has bounced around a little bit, but someone on a short-term deal that can help them out. Mike McCarthy's trying to capitalize on his offense, the pieces he has in place, Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott, the offensive line, Michael Gallup, and more. And to do that, they have to have a defense that can walk and chew gum, which they could not last year. A defense that can create turnovers, which they could not last year. A Defense that can get to the quarterback, which they didn't really do all that much. You had Don Terry Poe, and by the time you hear this, he might have already been signed, so I'll just preface that. But uh, these deals seem to happen kind of late at night for the Cowboys, and I'm not going to just wait until that happens to talk about it. So I thought I would jump in early on. So you see the Cowboys working on their defense through veterans. The draft will also be probably pretty heavy on defense. You'll probably see a wide receiver at some point. I would say round four is where you go for that. There's a lot of depth there, but would not be surprised to see if somebody falls to them at a certain point early on if they do that. But I think the first two, maybe three rounds, are going to be focused on what you need on the defense because the offense, you know, the, the two deep is pretty well set. You know, they brought back Joe Looney, so there's, you know, one of your swing offensive linemen. So you have Joe Looney, you've got Connor McGovern on the offensive line. Cameron Fleming, you let walk. Xavier Suofilo, you let walk. But really, Blake Jarwin, Dalton Schultz, those are your top two tight ends. 
Jameis Olawali is back at fullback. Pollard back at running back behind Zeke. Gallup. And of course, Amari Cooper. So everybody said on the offense, you really got to focus on fil- building that defense. Leighton Van Der Esch coming back from injury. Jalen Smith's got to have a better year than he did last year. You bring back Sean Lee because you need that depth. Joe Thomas, Justin March also brought back. And that's where you get into peppering what they've done so far on that side of the ball in some of these free agents. Now, obviously, the two biggest ones and the two biggest names outside of, of, of course, Don Terry Poe, which may or may not happen, which I think is going to happen. But Gerald McCoy, three-year deal, long-time defensive tackle for the Bucks, Fantastic player for them for a long time. Played for the Panthers last year on a one-year prove-it deal. Comes to the Cowboys in a three-year deal. Super cap-friendly. Love, love, love this move from the Cowboys. Would have loved to see it last year when they needed that help. But you'll have Antoine Woods. You'll have whatever you can get from Tristan Hill, and that's a big if behind him. But you've created some depth, and you add Don Terry Poe, you've got some really strong defensive tackles because you lost Malik Collins. I cannot tell you how big a loss that is right on the surface because that's a young guy on the way up, but he follows Rod Marinelli to Oakland. That's a big loss. The Cowboys really, really liked Malik Collins, but you don't get into bidding wars right now. You just let it happen. They're doing really well on the second wave. Gerald McCoy brings veteran experience. He's hungry to get a championship, as all players are, but he's to the point in his career where in his 30s, it's time to go do something. Love the Gerald McCoy move for the Cowboys. That will help everyone along the line. That'll help Demarcus Lawrence. That'll help Don Terry Poe. They'll help each other. That'll help Tyrone Crawford. That'll help Dorrance Armstrong. And when and if this happens, and I think it will, based on the new rules, the reinstatement rules are the same. It'll help Randy Gregory. Now, the Cowboys get back Randy Gregory, and they want him back. They put a lot of effort into making sure that he gets back and is a functional human being, an adult, and beats his addiction issues. If they get Randy Gregory back, and I think they will, that's also a plus. And again, he's still playing on his rookie deal. He's been suspended so much. Heck, I mean, they're, they're getting him for a song, and whatever they get from him is a plus. But they know he's got some talent, and they'll see what he has in the tank. The guy's not played in a year and a half, so we'll see. But Randy Gregory would essentially be like a free agent addition if you get it, but not one that you're going to write home about. Also, you heard me mention the name Dorrance Armstrong. Young guy out of Kansas is someone they really think highly of, and they think they can get quality, quality snaps out of. Still learning the system, still growing up last year. Now he's got to learn a new one, but he's in that point in the league where you kind of start to go up, and they really like what they got from him. I think if he didn't play for Kansas, which is the worst team in America for so long, he would have been a much higher draft pick than where they got him in the draft, which I believe was the fourth round. Maybe the fifth. I mean, I could look that up, but then I would have to stop talking. So those things are good moves. They're solid moves on the front end. Probably not going to make the difference in a Super Bowl. I don't think. I think you win that in the draft and some of your other things. And they may still be a year away. Who says that Mike McCarthy can come in and, and make all these things? They may be two, three years away. Who knows if all these moves are Super Bowl moves? It's been so long. It's been 25 years since the Cowboys have been in one. We don't know. 
if any, that'll work. But these are good moves to shore up your team. You're going to get quality play out of these guys more than likely because they're good, solid veterans. They also signed in the secondary Maurice Canada from the Jets. That is kind of a depth thing. They brought back Anthony Brown. That's good. He knows the defense. Top three cornerbacks, Cheeto Wouzier, Anthony Brown, and Jordan Lewis. That'll keep them pretty solid. They will have to do something in the draft at that position, as they will at safety, but Canada is a depth person. As is bringing back Darian Thompson, they did that as well. Which brings me to HaHa Clinton Dix. And this has been a really rapid recap, the first seven and a half minutes, but I'm going to spend a little time on HaHa Clinton Dix. I like the move and that it's a one-year prove-it deal. But these are the deals that HaHa Clinton Dix keeps signing. One-year prove-it deals. So I know everybody's excited because he's a former first-round draft pick. He has more interceptions than the other guys. I'm not sure if he's a real upgrade over Jeff Heath. Really not. Guys who are true upgrades do not bounce around like HaHa Clinton Dix has done. Packers, Redskins, Bears, like he did. For the most part. Now, safety sometimes can be one of those positions that teams don't spend a lot of money on and, you know, you get what you get. But... The Cowboys haven't spent a lot of money on it, and they're not spending a lot of money on it with HaHa Clinton Dix. But he's familiar with Mike McCarthy, so that's a good thing. But I've seen a lot of a lot of Twitter buzz and a lot of things about yes, HaHa Clinton Dix. He gets interceptions, great, and that's a good thing. He's a bit more of a ball hawk than they've had in the past. But there's a reason that he hasn't been signed by any of these teams to a long-term deal. The Redskins traded for him, then let him walk essentially a dump trade by the Packers. The Bears signed him for a year. They got what they got out of him, and then they let him walk. So let's pump the brakes on being excited for anything. Haha, Clinton Dix until he proves it. Again, cornerback and safety are something that they have to address in the draft, and they may have to address a little bit more in free agency. Haha, Clinton Dix makes them probably better, but I'm not sure how much. Again, one-year prove-it deals are one-year prove-it deals for a reason, and the Cowboys were wise to do this for Haha Clinton Dix. He's a talented guy. He's got he's got some skills, but his deficiencies are why he's constantly on one-year prove-it deals now. And this is someone who's probably going to see them through this year, and then they'll find his replacement in the draft. That's probably their ideal plan. And maybe he comes back, but he'd have to play his way into that. So what's next in free agency? What have they not addressed? Well, Robert Quinn's gone. So that's some depth issues. Talked about Dorrance Armstrong a little bit earlier. But what's next? Defensive end. Don't know how they address that. There's still some big names out there. Jadavian Clowney. Everson Griffin. I'm sure they kicked the tires on Everson Griffin. And maybe they've kicked the tires on Jadavian Clowney. But Clowney wants $20 million. Everson Griffin will want 
a lot of money. Griffin had a good career with the Vikings, but he's he's out the door because they need salary cap relief, and that was that was bound to happen. Now there's always the possibility of making a trade, but you know, free agency wise, look for people on the kind of middle end of that. Michael Bennett, probably a possibility again, another one year prove it deal if they bring him back. Ziggy Ansa is available, but he has been very injury prone. So again, that would be a one year prove it deal. Everson Griffin is a much more intriguing name to me just because of his connection to George Edwards, who's now a linebacker coach for Mike McCarthy in Dallas, was the defensive coordinator of Minnesota for a long time. 74 and a half sacks in his career. He's 32, so it wouldn't be a long-term deal. Probably very similar to what they gave Gerald McCoy, but I don't think that that's going to happen. Just because... This is not a team that's spent a whole bunch in free agency, and to me it looks like they're kind of already about where they need to be You know, as far as longer-term deals. They gave a three-year deal to Gerald McCoy, which I'm sure is you know, really a two-year deal, maybe even like a one-year deal with some, some kicks to it when you really get into the nuts and bolts of the contract. They've made smart moves. They haven't gone crazy after anybody. They've let people walk. And they've made big deals with the players they need to make big deals with. That's the best approach to free agency. The teams that spend the most in free agency are often not the ones that win the most. The Eagles had that team, gosh, what was it, 2010 or 11, that they were thought was a super team. Oh, Vince Young's the backup quarterback. Holy cow, this team's going to win a bunch of games. They did not. The Jaguars have many times just spent and spent and spent, and they've had one good team in 20 years. So just because the Cowboys aren't breaking the bank in free agency does not mean that they're not doing the right thing. Free agency is a very buyer beware thing, as it should be. A lot of times guys walk for reasons, and most of the time, most of the time it's salary cap, but closer to that is... The team wants a guy, they're going to sign the guy. You don't let people walk that you want to keep. Sometimes you keep people that you should let walk. And Jerry Jones has been the worst at this a lot of his career. But you make good deals. You keep Salary cap's not as much of an issue as it used to be. But you don't get in prison with that. You don't block progress. You don't block young players by, pe- by keeping older veterans who are less effective around. And that's what the Cowboys' philosophy is. Has not translated to anything other than the last 25 years have been, but I think they're still kind of early in that philosophy the, about the last five, six, or seven years. So we'll see how this affects the team as they go to the draft, what they do in the next couple of weeks of free agency. I'm very interested to see how COVID-19 has affected all this. Do you maybe not talk to players that you haven't gotten to see in person? Or, you know, how do these physicals work? How do you send a team doctor out there to, to get these deals done? It's all very strange, but that's all part of this. And, of course, free agency news just abounds around the NFL.
There are a couple of players I thought the Cowboys might get in on. I thought, I thought that they might get in on Greg Zerline, but they brought back Kai Forbath. Who did a good job for them last year. I thought because of the connection to Bones, Farrell, that they would bring him back. Or they would maybe get Greg Zerline, but Kai Forbath is there. And he did fine for the Cowboys. He did fine. I kind of hoped, I didn't think this is true, that they, they would get in on Malcolm Jenkins. He went back to the Saints, where he had been before he went to the Eagles. Emmanuel Sanders was one that people were kind of excited about. It also went to the Saints. That's a great fit for him there in Sean Payton's offense with Drew Brees. Really, really excellent fit. I think Clay Matthews might be in play for the Cowboys if he really likes Mike McCarthy, if they want some more veteran depth there. But I, I think Sean Lee maybe kicks that off. Part of me had hoped that they would make a deal for former Baylor offensive lineman Andrew Billings. And that's just because he's my friend. Know him well from covering him here in Waco when he was at Baylor. Great guy, but he went to the Browns. I thought that might have been a good, low-cost, young guy on the way up. But he went to the Browns. So there were some. You know, Chris Harris who ultimately went to the Chargers. I thought that would have been a good deal, but he probably got out of their price range. And again, he's an older player, and they're making deals on some older players right now. And, you know, this is a still a very young team, and they like that. They like that about themselves. I like that this team doesn't go nuts into free agency. And fans hate it. Fans love free agency. Oh, man, we signed this guy. Oh, we signed this guy. He's going to be good. Well, he's there for a reason, so... But there's always players you think can help the team. And it's not fantasy football. You can't just grab who you want and hope that everything works out. It's got to be a fit. So, to recap, love the Gerald McCoy signing. Don Terry Poe, that probably gets done tonight. I really like that one. Like the HaHa Clinton Dick signing in that it's one-year deal. It's a prove-it deal. He's an upgrade. They still have to do something about that secondary, but he's somebody who's makes plays on the ball. This is about to be a daily podcast because I've got nothing else to do but this right now. And we're stuck inside. So I'm going to bring you as much Cowboys related content. I'll bring in some of my friends and guests and we'll chop it up and talk Cowboys. It'll be a blast. So buckle in folks, subscribe, like it on iTunes 
This is the Believe in the Cowboys podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Please like and subscribe. Go all over the Believe Podcast Network. We've got great ones. Whatever your team, whatever your sport is, we've got it. It's great. Subscribe, like. We'll have more for you next week. Next week. This week. This is a Believe in the Cowboys podcast and the Believe Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.